This is the chop up, trying to get chopped up, not get slapped up. You already know. Alright, check this out. In and out, in and out with this real quick. We're gonna go ahead and jump to what I will call the um the social chop. And uh this week's conversation is about a couple of different things. The the main core of it with a couple tentacles is about body positivity. Um I don't think it's lost on anybody that we definitely live in a culture and in a society of, you know, I won't say a trend, but almost like a new identity of just loving who you are, the skin you in, doing what you're doing as people accept various gender identities, right? Kind of question norms and boundaries and boxes we put people in. I think it's just a really big shift for you to look at your body and your vessel as something that is good, that is, you know, strong, that is worthy, that is valuable, regardless of what shape and form it comes in. So I want to make this conversation local and then we'll spill it out. <laughs> and I think what doing that is going to be awesome because I identify as a woman and I know you all identify as cisgender men. Yes. Yes. And so I think those are two different groups that kind of mm-hmm. juxtapose all the time when it talks. Uh, amongst many others, but when we talk about gender issues, because niggas don't often get to talk, I mean, not gender issues, but body positivity issues, because niggas don't often get to talk about that. They don't talk about it. One of the things, and I'm going to throw it to y'all real quick, because I want y'all to talk about this specifically. One of the things that I've always noticed with my male friends is that y'all play completely different than how me and my homegirls play. What does that mean? You know what I'm saying? Y'all are fat ass and <laughs> flick a nigga titty a little bit and go play with him and do all types of mean stuff and this is maybe hey shout out to be fat cuz Rasheed stop and, and that's what I'm saying y'all like talk about people y'all love <laughs> like that but y'all would never y'all would never talk about me like that me and other oh, women never, that never, I'm cool no. with would never talk about me like that so it's like I guess I'm gonna start there like in a world of body positivity right is because that's toxic as fuck, or is that how do niggas navigate that? Well, like, you, you actually you're kind of familiar with my my journey. You're terrible. And what I'm recent, but what I'm recently dealing True. with. True, I'm, I'm familiar. So I guess I can start here. Um, I'll be 32 in November. Sure. I'm up here, and um, it's starting to show physically. <laughs> 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 George, this is hard for me, bro. This is hard. I knew being, I, I had a feeling it was gonna be hard for y'all to talk I'm about. I'm being vulnerable right now, goddammit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So you know, I've always had, I, I've always been kind of just naturally in shape. You know what I'm saying, slender nigga. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just it's seemed like the older season. I got, yeah, you know I mean, the more this I got something around. You know what I'm saying. I don't know how to describe. Been it. able to hold some weight. And like, the first time that I realized like I had to buy new clothes. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like, I had to buy new clothes. I, I really didn't know. Like, buttons started popping. No bullshit. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to feel, right? Um, so, you know, it's a, it's, it's interesting because this whole dad bod shit, like, that's the new craze. That's the new thing niggas is talking about. Um, but because I haven't had to, like, think about that type of shit none of my life, I ain't never had to think about my diet. Mm-hmm. I ain't never had to think about my weight, how I looked in the mirror. Nigga, trying to wrap my head around that shit. It's, it's a new <laughs> it's like a, it's a, it's an experience. So, uh, I mean, I originally, and the, I really, I guess, I that maybe as a case in point, 
because it seems like niggas don't care or have body image issues. Yeah, niggas she talking about body I'm image issues. I'm gleaning on experiences with myself, just kind of growing up, seeing like boys be just really mean to each other about how they look, and every it's a big joke, and everybody laughs. Now we all know some of that shit is laughing and covering because of the toxicity of masculinity. Yeah. So I'm wanting y'all to unpack yeah. some of that, but maybe yeah. even equate that. And use it as a frame for how you deal with insecurities maybe now in your life or maybe right. how you dealt with insecurities over time throughout your life. Like, I didn't want to come Nigga. out and be like, are you insecure about anything? Or have you ever been insecure about anything? Thank you, Toya. Because, I mean, Lord knows. we actually had conversations. <laughs> you feel not, me? That's not my goal. But I just want to get a man, a cisgender oh, yeah. male's kind of perspective yeah. on how they deal with body image yeah. issues and body positivity, past, present, yeah. Because some people have sensitivity on what other people are going through come at on, a particular please. age in their life. Nigga, you know what I'm saying? Lord, so Lord. it's like, you know, it's a it's a it's yeah. an insecurity yeah. that a yeah. nigga has never yeah. had before. So speak to it, Lee. No no pressure though. <laughs> um I think that I feel like yeah, I I think I feel like like me growing up, I used to always be very uh, uh straightforward, transparent in what was on my mind, especially when I was identifying shit. So I definitely was the person that would be like, Oh, you got a little white man, a little fat that, 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 that like you know what I'm saying, something like that. But 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 I recognize when you're on the other end of it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I guess it's a it's, it's a little bit different. But I also feel like I feel like cause being a nigga in, in this where that's like a part of the condition of, of masculinity almost where you able to be a giver and a receptor of like insults you know what I'm saying where it don't really be that much uh, but I feel like I never had like I guess like uh, acne issues ever and I feel like now that I'm about to be 30 <laughs> it's like sorry. damn I got acne and shit so you know what I'm saying shit it be I guess like you know what I mean I guess that's the but I feel like you know well, I mean, I don't know. You don't really, I feel like I'm married with you. I, mean, well, so I know much. you say it don't bother you as much, but you feel me? And, and that's because, like, you're right. It's like other shit. You know what I mean? But it's moments. And that's the difference about it. You know what I'm saying? It's some shit that you ain't never had to deal with. And it's like moments where you're oh, like, yeah. damn. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, that, whether it's that age yeah. or whether it's just nigga been chilling, it's always some shit to where it's like, yo, it's, like, it's at an age now, it's certain insecurities that. I, like people dealt with mm-hmm. and I was just like I don't know if I would have been a strong enough kid I'm gonna tell you how I told Dominique I'm gonna tell you exactly what I told the nigga Dominique he expressed we just having a you know brother sister conversation back to back I mean back and forth or whatever about how he felt and on behalf of women as a woman and on behalf of a at different stages of fatness fat woman welcome it's good to, it's nice to have you get comfortable easy you know what I'm saying I'm here I support you you know what I mean? Like, yeah. this has been my life, my whole yeah. life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, between the standards that women in general are like Oh, God. You, she, yeah, I start showing y'all body parts and pieces that move when I stop moving and shit like that. <laughs> it been like that a whole lot of my life. And so, yeah. I mean, I, I, I invite you. Welcome in. Because I'm actually, it's, it's interesting. I also no, thought I'm it was really long, funny. Because I'm not, I'm not proud of myself in... I, I mean, I, listen, it's hard to frame this without saying it like it's crazy, but I'm also speak on behalf of my big bodiness and talk and being smaller over time. And that's what you root between myself and niggas in high school and now where it's like, now y'all get to see how it feels to be one of the fat niggas. Like, welcome. You got a couple extra pieces. You trying to work around and hide and. I'm watching your pictures and you holding your kids up in front of yourself yeah, and doing all types of interesting, like, and it's no tea, no shade. Hey man, I was hey, I was at a family reunion this weekend. I was at a family reunion this weekend, and because I was at the hometown, I ain't had that many clothes, man. So I must have pulled out a large, you know what I'm saying, shirt. 
through this large shirt when I tell you, like, I look like a goddamn uh, a rounded refrigerator, you feel me, with a belly button. I was like, damn. I'm talking about, I must have went to my daddy house, picked my kids up and told my daddy, like, daddy, you got a white t-shirt for me. He said, he said, do you got any white? I'm like, I looked at my shirt. like, you know what? It don't even matter what color it is. Just give me one of your yeah, shirts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Please I'm talking about the Jerry real quick. One, man, it was just like, ah, oh, man. I'm talking about, uh, uh, hey, Jerry, Jerry said, uh, we deal with them by letting <laughs> Jerry's also a big body person. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he said, we deal with them by letting y'all men with us with the <laughs> fat jokes hurt only. That's why I made y'all read, read that. Right, right. <laughs> that makes sense. Figure that, help, so, like, help us. My, you know well, no, I mean, because what he's saying is like, yeah, you, it hurt my feelings. <laughs> oh, yeah. so, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> You know, fat niggas, is, they, they love fat. There's something out there that love them some fat niggas. You know, it's interesting y'all said that. Can we, can we, <laughs> we, we've talked about our own insecurities. I'll tell y'all real quick. I'll touch on my own. I mean, I grew up as, like I said, a bigger body person just in general. My highest weight was over 400 pounds, and I weigh like half of that at this point. You know what I'm saying? But still, those insecurities aren't gone. And that's not to say I don't have a while to go, but I do constantly in my mind now. It's a really trippy thing because I think I'm a lot bigger than I am. So I feed into insecurities that are like literally not there because I'm not the person I was. But when you walk around and function and move around as a certain body person, my shorts got to be a certain length. And, you know, it's I always look twice at my mm-hmm. arms in the mirror, even though these are badges of honor. Like my arms used to be this big and they not that big no more. But now I'm always like, is somebody, you know, staring at my arm fat or my extra skin or some shit like this? So it's a constant psychological battle. Every meal that I eat is me yeah. thinking about yeah. some component of it and how it will radiate outward somehow, right? So constantly, you know what I'm saying, dealing with that and was grateful, very grateful that I grew up not being tormented. I watched people be tortured for their weight and I pretty much lived a decent life where nobody talked shit to my face. I ain't never been, you fat bitch, like nobody ever did that to me. If you know Toya now, (laughs) she was already like somebody's, it was like teacher, you feel me? Like she just occupied a space of respectability for like black people that up. you just, I don't know. She spoke like, like a black Shakespeare type shit. <laughs> this nigga's dumb. No, I'm serious. Like she, mm-hmm. yeah. So it was like and she spoke yo, so poetically that she's always been she, an authoritative person. Yeah, you know I mean, not, and, and, like, so not authoritarian, like, authoritative. Know, so she was always just the kind people of people have always, you know, <laughs> like you know, niggas ain't Toya. Hey, she. We'll get into that yeah. at some other time. You feel me? She hey. could just say a sentence. Toya know how to walk into the room and, and control the mom. She's like a thermostat. Like you know what I'm saying? Uh, she, she can check the. She can check all beautiful people. Here's what the mom Y'all wild. Now that I've exposed my baggage and had to. Here's your question. I'm sorry. We sorry. Where niggas have just kind of met respect with respect. But um, fat niggas. Big niggas. Yeah. I don't even know if they want to be called fat. Being called fat is now no longer a derogatory term right. in this body we, positivity we, culture, right? right. So I, I refer to just bigger body people because I don't. I get squeamish when I call myself fat sometimes. Um, but these men in conversations that I've been a part of Twitter, big, bigger body celebrities. Let's look at your bigs, your puns, your big puns, your Rick Rosses, your Fat Joes, your whoever. It seems that as they have existed or been heavy D, right, the examples of, you know, good, solid masculinity and shit like that, they've been able to have a little bit more success in popular culture. They've been able to really kind of set the tone for bigger niggas in our society getting love and respect that bigger women don't necessarily get, right? And so 
how do you all navigate kind of because y'all are like man i'm getting bigger but it's okay for dudes to get bigger it seems like you know what i'm saying like this whole it's a distinction give me the distinction so rick ross is he's i mean no disrespect he's a fat nigga Mm -hmm. right but then so like as he got older you feel me like he his body just kind of developed into what it was. He's always been round, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Or just like pun. or they, I'm sure they always, they started out round. And they kind of grew into their roundness. Like a slim nigga that's just out of shape. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, a, like a nigga who looked like he got something there that shouldn't be there. Mm-hmm. You feel me? That's where it's a problem. Because it's just like, like Rick Ross, he just, he just big. Or he was. He lost a lot of weight. A, a whole lot of weight. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when you just look at big niggas like fat that. Fat, you know. Right. It just, it's Pears. like they look like they supposed to be big. Like, but then you got niggas. Pears. Just sit there, <laughs> stomach hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> like, the ugly shit. You feel me? And that's where it's a, uh, that's where that distinction is. That's where it's a problem. Cry. Like, big niggas can embrace that. You can't embrace, like, looking like you lazy. Gotcha. Yeah. Got you, got you, got you. So I'm thinking let's let's pivot then to another component of the conversation I want to talk about with is which is Izzy Azalea's last little rants that she went on. Did y'all check out any of that? Nah. I said a little bit of I, 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 I heard of I heard of calling it. Is that you have this black woman who jumps shit. around and hops around on the stage and does a lot of eccentric things, kind of beats to her own drum is about that life. And in the face of Queen Latifah's, of Missy Elliott's, of Jasmine Sullivan's, who have opted not to do that, but don't get as bump and as much traction as she is, like she number one, Truth Hurts is up there shooting through the roof or whatever. It's like why have we allowed for white pop culture to sell us this version of and of course you know Yazelli is an asshole so she's like you know poor health and obesity and fat nastiness yada 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 why take that when it's been a whole bunch of other black women white girl Iggy said this shit huh white girl no 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 oh Azalea Banks Azalea Banks Azalea Banks my bad no Iggy is yes she ain't got no 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 Azalea Banks but but no but 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 this is why I get controversial. Somebody's watching. This is why I get controversial. I'm sorry. This is why I get controversial. I always feel like Azalea Banks is one of those uh, type of mm-hmm. uh, middle class affluent black girls that I went to school with in college that really be on that black shit only in so far that it is something that is egotistical. Or it kind of pushed them forth, but other than that thing on that shit, it's like you like to be the black friend amongst the white girls. Right. So but when you go around niggas, you like you know what I'm saying uh, being be, being an outcast, alienating yourself. And to me, that's how Isaiah Bates t- come off. So when she make these uber black, you know what I'm saying, critiques. Right. I was like, gonna ask like, Isaiah, what's her, like what's her? The only title? reason why you famous what, because well, you got what I'm saying because white folks stuck with you. I didn't know nothing about you. What she says is not trying to write a paragraph about. She talking about is like what was her last song. Like Jerry y'all, said, y'all remember that? Jerry y'all, said he can't stay in her two face. Period. I mean, because she's a no representative for you know nigga shit. It always has something to say about nigga shit, so it's really frustrating. And that's what I think. Who is it? Dakobe. Dakobe was like, "Don't you got smoke with everybody though?" And it's absolutely true. She always got something to say. But the reason why I brought her up, and I'm only got white friends. Look up some of these tweets right now. Is that one of the first comments in the thread that I read it from was like the thing I hate the most is that she's not completely wrong. 
mm. right? Like she had some points. She had some points. Her, she was wrong. Period. Shouldn't have said the shit. Shouldn't have opened up her mouth. But she had some points in the shit. It's kind of long, but I'm gonna go ahead and give. I'm gonna read it with some enthusiasm so we get some of the hot points in there. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, um, she's wrong. She says. The fact that the public and the media has been keeping this fat girl joke going for so long is honestly peak boredom. This song is not good, nor is the dumpy fat girl spectacle live set that she does. Saddest bit is that the girl is legit talented and truly only being herself to shine so long as she allows herself to be this millennial mammy of sorts. I honestly just hope this means she just took the proverbial mammy L for cupcake. If y'all know who for cupcake is, queer, artist, eccentric, interesting, amazing, all of those things, who she originally stole the shtick from. I would love to see Cupcake flourish without the simultaneous lust and disgust phenomenon Lizzo incites in the public. Queen Latifah was able to represent larger women without being a disgusting or being being disgusting or being a minstrel. So was Missy Elliott. Exactly. Like just delivery is dead. (sighs) Laughing my ass off. Lizzo is really the millennial mammy. I'm ready for this joke to be over. Ugh. Oh. Continues by saying because I'm sorry. Why did we? Why didn't we give Jasmine Sullivan all this attention? LOL. She was ta- a talented big girl because she wasn't making a fool of herself. Duh. Another parallel is Adele. Fat Adele gets to be white, fat, do a bootleg Mahalia Jackson impression, <laughs> impression, and take over. But Lizzo got to jump around and act stupid to get half the attention while she has more talent than white Adele. Laughing my ass off. I can't stand Adele's white ass. White people really reward her for being fat because I really don't think she can sing. Jesse J is eating Adele's food on any day, but Adele plays that fat white girl pity up so hard. Laugh, laugh, laugh emojis. After this, they better let Lizzo be a big star without having to do all the extra shit because the girl is legitimately talented. Sans the Bruno Mars throwaway tracks. Um, wow. And she says, they're really choosing the worst of black women's crop to advertise America with, with the music execs have to realize that this data game is getting bigger than the usa it's not about trying to dumb the black american image and people down so obviously and so aggressively after black lives matter corporations need to realize black america is its only friend and begin to treat it with some love and respect i guess they saw us moving too fast with it because if you realize after beyonce came in political ways they didn't like the like that and the elite stopped giving her that top top spot and started cycling out these lessers like cardi and lizzo even <laughs> little nas x trash ass buck break mountain anthem ha, ha, ha right this is why she's fucking problematic giving them beyonce level accolades while being both nowhere near the level of black female excellence i'm almost done period i just realized she just I feel like everybody she just named, I feel like she won't they spot. Like to me, everybody That's everybody like that it. she named is in some type of way the lane that she was trying to be in. And it's just like you just mad, you feel mm. me? Because it's like even because cause to me the main thing that's kinda like like this real just like anti black than what she said is the idea of calling Lizzo a millennial mammy. Cause to me, it's just like so. You think that because she like yeah. black, like because she big, you know what I'm saying? Is that real? I don't get that many vibe from her at all. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like her music is playful. The difference between Jasmine Sullivan Way and Lizzo is that Jasmine era. Sullivan was literally yeah, about heartbreak. Like, I mean, just like, the kind of that deep saying? cut traditional like, R&B. All of them. Yeah, I, way different. Wait, wait, you know right, what I'm saying? Right, Lizzo right. is about like funness. She's and, like and fun. Like Lizzo is about like fun, hip hop, poppy, like, you know what I'm saying? It's like a different... So I really... Yeah, yeah, I haven't, you know, I'm not a really big performance watcher anyway, but Oh yeah, she on some hating ass shit for sure. But I thought was something interesting that Lizzo said though was uh Yeah, man, I'm with Jerry on this one. She was like don't she don't want she don't want to be called brave. You feel me? Like she ain't doing shit brave, she's just being herself. Cause it's like 
the connotation is already like, oh, she shouldn't be doing that, but she is. So we should give her credit for that. You feel me? Yeah. And I mean, and you know, that's kind of they they kind of saying the same thing on two different levels. When she say don't call her brave, she kind of trying to hedge against that uh, narrative that's that that could be painted around her that that's where she getting that credit from. Mm-hmm. And that same narrative is what Azalea Banks is criticizing. That's already placed on her. You feel me? Yeah. So it's you know they that language though i mean i can't really talk about language i'm i'm i thought the dave Chappelle shit was hilarious and the language and that was terrible but i think his delivery was better i think this shit is a it's an art to what he did yeah this is just um just just her being problematic yeah To me, to me, it seemed like it seemed like Azalea <laughs> Banks literally just went and pulled up a 1975 newspaper and was like, "All right, I want to be able to say the most." You know what I'm saying? Inflammatory and that's things. That's why I think. I mean, the says, you know, to, she only makes people. negative comparisons. And you know, I'm gonna use this little study this journal from 1975 uh, when she's referencing black people. Like 95 percent of what she said, even in those comments, was slander and nothing positive and and jerry yeah, it ain't it ain't easy to big up beyonce you know what i'm saying like <laughs> <It> ain't brave <laughs> she ain't did that special. and jerry is right i think she a two-faced and helpful that shouldn't get no love or respect because he like that's what i'm saying she hating in a way where she's trying to be cool and trying to be all you know lizzo is great lizzo's awesome lizzo's amazing yeah. and none of that shit stands along or holds water to the rest of that shit jerry says that's like saying if Kanye wasn't no cooming and some cooning yeah. and shit and continue to make oh, music and everything would be lit. Like, what the fuck, nigga? You just called a grown ass man a coon. Yeah. Like a backhand ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, straight up. But I do feel that way. If Kanye would stop cooning, so uh, <laughs> there are a couple components of body positivity I want to kind of get to and talk about that. I mean, right. y'all can chime in and talk about, but I just want to kind of pull full circle because Go back while we to talk we about body about. positivity, while we talk about entertainers and how they're navigating that. We have a culture of, you know, body shaming that is not only for cisgender bodies, but we also have expectation on non-gender conforming bodies and also on trans bodies that I think we should be a little bit more conscious about. When we talk Mm. about body shaming and shaming people for what they look like, a lot of times the reason why trans people get as much static as they get is one of two, is twofold. Either they look too much like the gender that, you know what I'm saying, they identify as, and so they get a whole bunch of bullshit for their ability to pass and for kind of ironically enough them tricking people and psyching people out and shit like that which justifies all types of violence and problematic shit towards them um which creates a complex in your body because now you did it too good and now you are a justification for hate and shit like that you also have people who don't pass or to you from your perception don't look like a man or don't look like a woman or don't look like what you expect for them to be so much so and they 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 climb deeper into the body dysphoria maybe that's a word for your word canon and you know for your lexicon but this just utter confusion and you know anxiety about how their bodies are because they're constantly trying to fit into some box that people have expected for them not to mention non-gender conforming people like who Look how they look. And by the way, not being not gender conforming is not being androgynous. It's not looking a little like a woman and looking a little bit like a man and walking in attention. It's just being. You know what I'm saying? And not being forced to choose one thing or another. So when we think about, you know, how we start to understand our bodies, how we think about fat phobia, we can start thinking about yeah. how these different perceptions of body are, tr- are compounded. You know what I'm saying? How is compounded com- compounded fat phobia and body image issues for cisgender men? Who have to exist in a culture where they have to laugh everything off like it was all good and all funny. But some niggas just be sick, getting sick, getting called fat all the time. 
Like, y'all be on my nigga Neek, and I'm going to go ahead and talk and come on your street real quick, man. Leave my, leave my nigga here alone. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, the boy out here living yeah. life. Are you talking about my yeah. hair? Yeah, I mean, just, I'm Damn. saying, I'm saying, no, but I'm honest to God. Like, yeah, honest. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's people shit. People get on my shit about whatever, but it's different shit, and I'm not trying nah, to take on this shit. I'm just saying, like, y'all let come on the nigga street. Like, let Iggy, let Iggy jump in the group real quick. Let Iggy jump in the chat, and that's my brother, yeah, and I love him. So he will come get you for some shit. I got the LeBron, the LeBreezy, and yeah, some cis people don't don't pass either. I definitely shout out to Malcolm. Yeah, that's just funny. That's disrespectful. All I'm saying is, like <laughs> niggas don't mean shit pass. to people. Like, come on, like that's that's the What is that saying though? To say that cis people don't pass, like, the, like nigga, you look gay, but you're not gay. Well, being cis is not about your sexual. <laughs> well, okay. First of all, being cisgendered is not about your sexual orientation. So we conflated, conflated two. Well, I mean, it was, I did that. To yes, nah, let's you. be real, bro. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> yeah. Or or yeah, yeah. I interpret it as is as in like you are like as in you're cisgender men. Some people think you're a woman sometimes. Everybody just deserves to be cared on and cared about. I'll punctuate this conversation because we can go a thousand different ways. I got a bunch of other shit to say, but I'm not gonna (laughs) spend too long. I will say I found something on Instagram that was really dope that I appreciated, uh, mostly because of the illustrations of the body who are using the infograph. But it talks about kind of a component of body positivity, self love, and self care by talking about self compassionate touch. Right, a lot of times when we're insecure about who we are, sometimes we're not sure about our bodies. If people want or like our bodies, we need comfort, and some of that comfort can be supplied by you. So, five ways that you can supply self compassionate touch to yourself to just remind yourself that you are valuable, that your body is here and present, that it's yours, and that you should care about it. Is first of uh, the hair stroke. So, if you are feeling some anxiety, feeling some type of way, you don't feel good, and for y'all niggas who got the waves, just take a minute in the mirror and go ahead and flatten them waves down real quick. Right, reconnect with your head, right? Haptically touching your body or running your hands through your hair is a way to kind of compassionately show yourself love, care and attention that way. The second way is the belly hold, which a lot of people don't think about, but honestly, I'm not gonna lie. Like when I'm with a significant other and I get held around my waist in my stomach area, this shit is hella comforting. So the belly uh-huh. hold is just kind of hugging yourself here. And if you got a little bit of stomach, right, shit, it's, it's a good time to just love on all the pieces of you and kind of grab on yourself and hold it. yourself. And provide yourself with that Pinch secure hold. <laughs> <laughs> the third type of love, I mean, the hold, which I think is dope because it's another way that I enjoy being, you know, intimate with people and being expressed with. And that's the face hold. Like sometimes if you just hold your own face like this, like a light skin. Yeah, like a, like I won't say that. Um, but if you just kind of sit and hold your own face and get reconnected with those feelings, I know when somebody's reaching in to touch me or grab my face, looking at my face. Grabbing me here is a it does a thing. Yeah, if that's I don't know what people do with their hands. <laughs> <laughs> the two other ones that I communicate uh, that are important types of self compassionate touch are the arm caress, right? Which is just kind of the ability for you to hold yourself and hug on yourself a little bit, and then the two handed heart hold. So putting your hands on your chest and kind of just holding yourself here. These are important moments. That's the that's the Dracula. Have... We call that the Dracula. <laughs> the two handed heart hold. All opportunities just for you to love on you, for you to care on you, for you to do them quickly and easily. You know what I'm saying? And just kind of go back to touching on that body that you might not be so sure or so comfortable or so confident in because it's yours. Either way it goes. Because you got it. Like T-Pain. You got it. You got it. But all I have to say, love yours. Love you. 
A lot of times when I get sad about these arms and these wings, I think about the fact that there's people out there that ain't got no arms. They wish they could reach out and grab something, scratch something, do and something. That is some black shit. And to honestly, say. God, they can't. But when it's all said and done, sometimes I gotta I gotta reach hard. Sometimes I gotta reach hard to figure out how to love myself. And the truth yeah. of the matter is, and this is shout out to them too, because I know that's not an easy way to love on your body when you feel like you are without black people. Arms, but at least I got some arms. You know what I'm saying? That's and that's the that on that. I love y'all. I love the skin that y'all in. Yeah, Lee, what's up? <laughs> yeah, body positivity, man. I I actually think that right. we should have our two segments for the day, and because because I, because remember my 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 uh charger is in hell the bed hill still, and I can't wake my son up right now. My wife already yeah. came in and gave me the look. I had to school so this nigga George. I feel like quick. you know I can we can just we you know call it night. Yeah. We got two wonderful segments. Two very you know I feel, I feel, I feel like the segments kind of went a little longer today. You know uh, what I'm saying? Yeah, you know because Damo. Because I'm not really don't want the niggas right. they have influence to really do shit. Like, he already said he don't. We're not nah, doing nah, it because nah, five nah, turning nah, to 15. Nah, we don't say yeah, that yeah, for another day. Hour. We could just talk about your shit by Unless we got five minutes, you know, to put these rebuttals in on this right here. Go ahead. If y'all didn't get a chance last week to check out our business, we got a couple great segments on there. We talked about Dave Chappelle on Just Jokes and how homophobia and comedy and just joking in general can be taken too far or people just too serious about the craft. We also talked about the 56 years after the I Have a Dream speech, whether we still live it. Uh, whether we still trying to achieve it and we've decided that we still dreaming right in relationship yep. to what mlk had in mind and what's going on and then lastly what was our third segment i was all about hip-hop yeah right hip-hop culture i think that was called guns women and uh, money and drugs money and guns women and drugs right and that segment looked at the four major uh, uh themes or the four major tropes that exist in, in, in hip-hop in mainstream hip-hop right. and where we leaving that shit in the past or if that's here to stay in part and parcel with the culture and how we feel about those things so make sure yeah those segments crazy we had a good time last week this is gonna be just the same and those eps will be up pretty soon if you're listening to them share them with somebody go ahead and Man. send a link over real quick hey. make sure somebody got something to listen to so this is what y'all gotta do this is what y'all gotta do you gotta go follow the chopper if you ain't following the chop up yeah. on Facebook and you ain't following the chop on Instagram, follow yeah, the chop up. If you ain't, fo- what's uh, we'll get all the other information out too. We got the Twitter and everything set up. Come Definitely on. got the chop up uh, uh, or YouTube. We getting everything uploaded on there. You gotta follow your boy at the political plug on both Instagram and Facebook and on YouTube. Toya, what is the name of your Instagram? Higher definition, LEC. Higher definition, LEC. If you need some motivation, some encouragement, I got a video coming tomorrow, so make sure y'all check it in um, to, to just get a little boost to get you through the weekend, to get you through the rest of the week yep. coming with that heat. George, where can they find you, sir? They can find me on at the consciously, spelled correctly, <laughs> <laughs> on all yep. platforms. And uh, you can go to my website, georgeleespeaks.com. If you're looking to, you know, to book somebody to do public speaking, diversity, inclusion, professional development, curriculum development, you know, curriculum development, you know. You ain't even got to say all that. Just say, I got two, I got two master's degrees. Yeah, man. I got two master's degrees, man. Fuck with me. I'm real, you know. I think, I, I, I know I come. Not not as polished as some people would like, you know what I'm saying? But I promise you there's a the method commercial. to a madness, you know, very provocative, but there's some purposefulness to the, the provocativeness. Holla at right. me, man. Right. Yo, and uh, 
Man, I I love it. We're gonna call it a night though. Yeah. This is chisel chop. Yeah. Chop chisel. Chop chop. Don't stop it. Hey. <laughs>